0: Welcome to BJMO Oncotalks. In this new episode, Dr Kastenev, gastroenterologist at the OLV hospitals in Aalst, will discuss the evolving treatment paradigm for patients with metastatic gastric cancer. Welcome Dr Kastenev and thank you very much for joining us. In order to set the scene, how big is the burden of gastric cancer in Europe and what is the survival prospects for patients with metastatic disease?
1: Well, um, metastatic gastric cancer remains a major health problem because of its uh, bad prognosis. Um, In Europe in 2012, there were 140,000 new cases of gastric cancer and 107,000 deaths due to stomach cancer. When we look at uh, the Belgian situation, there were 500. 36 new male cases and 396 female cases in 2017. So nearly 1,000 cases of stomach cancer that year. The five-year relative survival between 2013 and 2017 was 40% in males and 47% in females. So it's um, a devastating five-year survival because the, the five-year survival rates drop in older patients compared to people younger than 50 years, from 50% to 28% respectively.
0: How are patients with advanced and metastatic gastric cancer managed in first line nowadays?
1: So um, the standard therapy for advanced and metastatic gastric cancer is systemic chemotherapy, because literature, literature showed that chemotherapy improves survival and quality of life compared to best supportive care. We should always take the functional age, the performance status, and comorbidities into uh, account. So for doublets, double chemotherapy, mostly combinations of 5-FU and the platinum are used. And in HER2 positive gastric cancers, which is 10 to 15 percent of gastric cancers, trastuzumab is recommended. Folfiri has been studied in phase 2 trials and a phase 3 trial in the first-line setting and can be considered in selected cases also. For triplets, we see non-inferiority between ECF, ECX, EOF and EOX. There is evidence of benefit in survival for every regimen, but there is a clearly significant difference in toxicity. I mean neuropathy uh, or hematological toxicity. The extra gain of ipirubicin is only marginal. So the ESMO guidelines at uh, this time state that both doublets and triplets can be used in first line, but in the NCCN guidelines, doublets are preferred. So 5F use is platinum or Folfox. So if we want to reach for the longest survival, we should try to keep the patients as fit as possible, especially in the first line. The performance status should be kept as good as possible. And that's why in our center, we nearly never use a triplet in um, in first line.
0: For a long time metastatic gastric cancer patients with disease progression on their first line treatment had very few effective treatment options at their disposal. This grim situation changed recently with the introduction of several effective second and third line therapies for these patients. But before digging into these options, could you please give us an idea on how many patients actually make it to the second or third line in clinical practice?
1: In recent years, we can uh, use a, a taxane, so docetaxel or paclitaxel, or irinotecan or ramucirumab alone, um, or together with paclitaxel, in patients with good performance status, (ECOG 0 or 1. The regimen uh, should not have been used before, so the second line depends on what is used in the first line. Also, if progression is noted more than three months after a first-line chemotherapy, a rechallenge is an option. So, to answer your question, we try to take as many patients as possible for a second and a third line, and probably there is only half of the patients um, that get through to second-line chemotherapy. Probably half of these patients can be taken to a third line. And
0: do you have any advice on how this percentage can be increased?
1: To increase this percentage, uh, the nutritional status of the patients is of utmost importance. So we um, work closely together with with our dieticians. They visit patients with an upper GI cancer at every chemotherapy uh, session. So they monitor their weight. They give advice to patients uh, and us as physicians. They advise uh, oral intake, extra nutritional support, tube feeding when necessary. Um, So the uh, nutritional status is one point. Then in our hospital, there is an OncoFit rehabilitation program. So patients can do exercises and sports in and out the hospital adjusted to their own performance status and uh, wishes. So the combination of better nutritional uh, status and uh, sports leads to a better global condition. And that's definitely the key to keep up the performance status and lead patients to a second and a third line chemotherapy.
0: As you already indicated, the second line treatment for patients with metastatic gastric cancer is mainly ramucirumab based. Could you briefly discuss for which patients you opt for the ramucirumab paclitaxel combination and for whom you would rather prefer the Ramuserumab monotherapy?
1: Actually, in our center, uh, or in our opinion, the only reason to not associate uh, Paclitaxel is toxicity due to uh, earlier regimens, so uh, when they have um, neuropathy, or hematological intolerance. Um, so, in principle, we always uh, give the combination of ramucirumab and Paclitaxel wherever uh, possible. So, in um, case of toxicity and poor performance status, these are the only two uh, situations in which we consider the, the monotherapy.
0: And is there perhaps an option to start with the ramucirumab paclitaxel combination and drop the Paclitaxel after a while?
1: Yes, we do. Um, so uh, when patients stay stable on the dual therapy, uh, after a while, we can uh, drop the paclitexel just to, to save the product for uh, some time. And then we continue with the up in monotherapy and continue it uh, that way.
0: Very recently, the updated ESMO guidelines for gastric cancer have endorsed trifluoridine tipiracil as the only evidence-based recommended third-line treatment for patients with unresectable gastric cancer. What is the clinical basis of this recommendation?
1: The phase 3 trial, randomized trial of patients with um, a chemorefractory gastric cancer, so patients treated with at least two prior um, lines of chemotherapy. The trifluridine tipiracil improved overall survival compared to placebo, so 5.7 months uh, versus 3.6 months. Um, so that's the the basis for, um, it's a study in the Lancet Oncology. It's the basis to this um, recommendation.
0: You already treated some gastric cancer patients with trifluoridine atiparacil through the medical need program that had been set up by Servier to give patients with metastatic gastric and gastroesophageal junction cancer Chance to receive this agent before its reimbursement. What was your personal experience with this agent, both in terms of efficacy and tolerability?
1: Indeed, we had some patients in the medical need uh, program. So we uh, knew uh, the agent uh, trifluridine tipiracil um, from uh, use in metastatic colorectal cancer. So the treatment is not new for oncologists. And uh, from one October, um, it will be reimbursed in the setting of the of metastatic gastric cancer in third line. So we knew, and that's what we experienced right now in gastric cancer. It's a, it's a well tolerated, and patient friendly treatment. It has to be taken orally, and most of all, it's not influencing quality of life. So as a doctor, we have to take care of the possible hematological toxicity so we see these patients every two weeks on uh, on the polyclinic in the first two months for blood sample for clinical evaluation but actually it's a comfortable uh, therapy um, and even for patients that are heavily pre-treated.
0: From October the 1st onwards trifluoridine atiparacil will be reimbursed in Belgium for the third line treatment of patients with advanced gastric and gastroesophageal junction cancer. Should we see this as a first step towards a sequential treatment paradigm for metastatic gastric cancer similar to the continuum of care concept that we already see in colorectal cancer?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I hope that through the reimbursement, all oncologists can be convinced that we are making progress in this field of these um, gastric cancers. Um, There are options in this patient group compared to 10 or 20 years ago. Um, But it should also be stressed that the general conditions of these patients should be kept optimal as long as possible. So this can be achieved within a multidisciplinary team with paramedics, uh, so uh, kine, um, the dieticians, uh, nurses, etc. Um, that's one part, and the other part is the progress that we made in the chemotherapy.
0: Apart from trifluridine and ciparacil, are there any other promising treatment options on the horizon for patients with advanced gastric cancer?
1: Yes, there are. Um, we're uh, all waiting the results or the implementation uh, of, for instance, the DELIVER trial with uh, nivolumab, um, also the DESTINY gastric trial with trastuzumab deruxtecan, but also the KEYNOTE uh, 061 trial, uh, which is looking at pembrolizumab versus paclitaxel. And maybe in the future, newly targeted therapies with uh, entrectinib and larotrectinib for entrect gene fusion positive tumors can be used in gastric cancer as well. We don't know that yet, but there is uh, hope in this uh, treatment of these uh, gastric cancers.
0: Dr. Kasnov, thank you very much for your time. It's definitely been very interesting, and I'm sure that our listeners have
1: enjoyed it too. Until next time.